Hello everyone, welcome once again to our virtual studio at La Mesita. My name is Abisai and Aaron. And today we connect to Los Angeles via video call and we are going to meet another wonderful artist. His name is Jess Sylvester, aka Marinero. Marinero is a solo project dreamed up by Bay Area Chicken X songwriter composer Jess Sylvester in 2014. He's a man of many projects and has taken part in groups that develop into a variety of genres ranging from punk hardcore to simple Delia. Francisco E. Madero was the precursor to Marinero and the beginning of his Cholo signature style of taking samples of 60s Latin music and adding spicy pop flavors. Just takes Marinero sound elsewhere in Tropical de Cancer, which is rooted in Bossa Nova and Tropicalia, and gathers influence from groups like Chicano rock bands like Los Freddy's, Los Angeles Negros, and Malo. Uh, so our first question is, how are you doing today, uh, Jess? I'm doing really good. Thanks for thanks for asking. Uh, it's good to be uh, spend the morning and the weekend with uh, La, Masita, uh, La Mesita here with you guys, and uh, it's been good in LA so far. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, so it's a pleasure to have you here at uh, La Mesita. So uh, uh, my question is, uh, what's the biggest inspiration for you to uh, make music? I guess the the biggest inspiration for me to make, make music is uh, I guess uh, I just love writing. I love writing songs so much. Like that's always been like the like the main drive I think for me as a musician. You know, so I still just love the craft of writing songs. I love listening to songs. I love uh, I love where songs take you, and I love uh, I yeah I just I just love everything around talking about songwriting or or you know or, or making songs. That's I'm not a great guitar player. I mean I'm not like crazy good. I'm not like an amazing instrumentalist. But I think I think when it comes to songs, that's that's like just writing is my favorite aspect of music. It's your bread and butter, All right? How are you able to do polish and manifest your sound and style? I guess when it comes to producing and manifesting my my style or um, basically it's like I'm talking about with writing, like it, it can happen in with songwriting, it can happen in many different forms. It could be, you know, you could pick up a bass guitar, you could pick, you could play around on a piano, you could play some something on a guitar. Um, you never know when you're going to get an idea from either one of those things. And I feel like having, you know, enough instruments to kind of bounce between you can for me different uh, ideas can come that way um but i think when it comes to manifesting ideas i love connecting songs or i love you know ending a song and going into another or i like making albums that kind of flow together um and i guess it takes a certain level of like forethought or like a bigger picture of, of everything and i like i like that kind of narrative or or uh, and there's things that you don't expect that come up, obviously that you don't plan. But I like I like making these big experiences or albums that people can enjoy from the beginning to end. And uh, as far as manifesting it, um, I I write things down in notes. You know, I use uh, my iPhone for the voice recording. You know, I and you know um, it's funny when after some time, if you just like listen to those notes and you know you realize like they're, or read those read notes or listen to little 
voice demos, you realize, hey, I, I think I have something here, you know? And uh, so that's basically how I manifest it slowly. And then I work with other musicians to help bring that to life for me as well. That sounds exciting. Um, as an artist, how are you? How are your initial stages when creating a new track? Do you sing chords and lyrics in your head? Do you imagine sounds? How is that process for you? That's a good question, actually. Uh, I imagine sounds. Like, um, I think it for me as a songwriter, like I love chord changes, and if if I find a chord change on whatever instrument, that's kind of the, the best foundation for me, you know. So when I when I find something that really resonates with me, um, or if it's something I steal from another artist and I make my own, whatever it is, um, I really am always listening for melody, you know, and. Uh, and it could take listening to for me over and over again to like till it really clicks um, a, a melody that really um, that I really love or, or or a melody that works for me. Um, but I think I'm always listening for that that uh, that inner ear or whatever you want to call it um, for for those melodies. Um, yeah, it usually starts with chords first and foremost for me, like some kind of chord progression, and then. If it's a good enough progression, you, you sometimes know you're like, oh, I think I, I think I feel something here, or I think I hear something here, or even if you give it enough time, you'll you'll inevitably, I think, come up with something as long as you work at it. So we checked you out on SoundCloud, and we're really enjoying your Cholify playlist. So, Thank you. oh yeah. Uh, so uh, I was gonna say is what genres were you trying to blend in to create this uh, new lo-fi project? Well, those are fun, like projects in between, like writing songs. You know, I love, uh, I love just kind of cherry picking oldies or like songs that have sp special meaning to me or my family or or uh, like each uh, each mix or I guess I've done three so far has like a they're a little bit different, but um, I would say I, I really took it seriously with like the second and third one, and with those like. The second volume two of Cholofai, I called it like Hi Miha. And uh, it just contained a lot of songs that my tia listened to or like some records that she gave me. And like my, my, my tia is like your classic San Francisco, Chicanex, like hippie, like pot smoking, awesome like person to have in my life. And she loves music. She was going to all the shows in the 60s that were happening. Um, you know, she's got Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, you know, classic hippie stories and she she's been an important influence on me in my life you know so uh she gave me a bunch of her records and and i think that record or that mixtape i i highlighted some songs that i found from records she'd given me um and then uh i basically sample her voice at the very very end of the of the mixtape and you can hear her talking about some trippy i think she was just she was just rambling off about something really funny that happened and i ended up using i i didn't tell her but i was recording her because she was so funny and then i uh just uh recorded it and put it in the mixtape and then with the second mixtape um they're all samples and it's all it overall the project's really fun to do because it's like it's not just like songwriting but it's like finding parts of songs that i love like in just music that's out there and sometimes I'll take just a little part that I love of a song and just loop it, or I'll try to blend a song into another song. It's just like another style of making music with electronic, you know, software or or hardware, you know. So it's just a cool way to 
mix the two worlds of like being playing an instrument and, and using some electronic music. Oh, okay, like so, uh, okay, so uh, talking about sampling, so like who or what are some of your favorite artists that you've sampled? Uh, I would, uh, that's actually a secret. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I should put on my Daft Punk mask right now. Um, but um, <laughs> I would say that with even with Francisco Madero, like, it's kind of, we use we use the image of uh, Perez Prado, which is like, uh, he's famous for a bunch of mambos that came out in, in the 50s, 60s. Um, he has a lot of great music that spans from a few different, uh, um, he, like he's done movies like in the 50s, 60s, even in the 70s, but he's someone I feel like we sample a lot and uh, we, we've gone as far as to use his like image on like stickers that we used to make for merch, but. He's someone that I don't really sample as much now, currently, with like Marinero, but with Francisco Madero, I think you'll, if you listen closely, you could hear his grunts. He has this famous grunt where he goes, ah, or whoo. And if you listen to some of our music, you'll be able to find some of it. <laughs> <laughs> From your projects, which one has been the most difficult to manifest or create? Song content? Oh, like what's been the most difficult? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with being in a band and being a performer, like when it comes to the music aspect of it or writing, I love that. I'm really comfortable. I'm more comfortable than I used to be, at least. And then uh, when it comes to performing, you're always pushing it a little bit more. It's it's a craft in itself. And I think that, you know, I've, I've gone from playing guitar and staring at my shoes, uh, electric guitar to like, to playing classical guitar on a stool and and to like now I'm getting to a point where I might start singing and just being like a front man and trying to do that you know so it's like I'm stripping myself from all these other instruments and trying to push myself to like grow as an entertainer too or like a performer um, to try to create like this you know theatrics or or you know a visual conceptual idea of what what this how to represent this music or basically just give people an experience so that's been the most difficult because I'm I'm stronger I think of as making music, but it's definitely a cool process and and a, and you know it, I guess it's difficult and and maybe a little bit scary at times, but it's all it's all really fun um, to push yourself in ways that you you're not comfortable with, you know, and seeing what happens. Okay, so uh, you really enjoy uh, the '60s music, right? Yeah. 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 So, do you have any artists that you really like from the '60s? From that so, oh yeah, there's 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 so many there's so many artists. There's like um, we could nerd out about a lot of that, but I guess, you know, when I was younger, when I was probably your age, um, uh, I was listening to Beach Boys and like the Beatles, and you know Hendrix and as far as classic '60s artists, Santana, Malo, like Santana was like the like the biggest. I inspirations I think earlier on because like my my tia and like my mom like they all went to school together or knew each other in, in the mission and like grew up going to shows together or seeing their bands play and like when I first started playing guitar my mom was like you know like you know maybe I'll introduce you to Carlos someday or you know like I don't know like things like that and um, she never did but anyway <laughs> um, um, it was just a uh, like that 60s music and like my tia for instance who was like a hippie in the from the 60s like 
like that stuff seems so appealing to me um in like the cl in a classic musical way like in a classic rock way like it was just kind of like it was cool to have someone that you could talk to about those things with i guess with family or live in a place like san francisco where those things really happened and uh i mean sf has a rich history of music in the 60s obviously and not not just music but um but I guess when I like to go to go back to what I was saying at first, like when I was a kid, it was it was just like the Beach Boys and the Beatles. I think that's like most like that's the, it's like grammar it's like grammar school or, or G, getting your GED in music. You know, it's like it's like you know it's like the I feel like so much amazing music was made by those bands earlier on, and it's it's almost like nothing can really top it after that in certain ways when it comes to pop music, but. Um, yeah, it's like it was all of that, you know, before before I got into like grunge and punk music. <laughs> mm, okay, so uh, we listened to your different styles and instruments in your projects like Marinero and Cholo Fight. So mm -hmm. have you ever had the uh, idea of uh, blending these two projects together? Yeah, you know, uh, well, with, uh, with 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 another group. Called Francisco Medero, yeah, I, that I'm a part of with a partner who lives in he lives in Mex in Mexico City now, but he's from Guadalajara, or more specifically Tlaquepaque. And uh, he and I have the project where it's really like a hybrid of the two. So if we're if we're talking marinero, which is more like live band instruments, you know, songs, you know, and uh, very organic, you know, and then we have Francisco, and then we have Francisco Medero. Or Cholofi, sorry, which is like more sample based. We got these two different extremes. I feel like Francisco Medero, this other project I have is kind of a balance of the two where where there's electronic music, there's samples, and then we also add live instruments too and try to really blend the two, you know, like make a sample our, our make a sample ours in certain ways by adding maybe a keyboard over a sample and trying to trying to hide it, you know, a little bit. Um, but it's just uh, I think there's there's great ways to, to to where those worlds can both meet, you know, and uh, that just gives you more paint, you know, color to paint with, you know, as a, as a creative, you know. I think if you're just playing rock music or instruments, that you know, that's fine. But I think there's other worlds that we can all that blend over, and it's just going to make if you love music and all kinds of music, it's going to give you more variety and more opportunities to create. Hmm. Out of all the songs you've written, which one is your favorite? Ooh. Um, that's a good question. Um, I guess, uh, I guess off the last record I made for Marinero, there's this one called Siempre and La Clave de De, and I think that's one of the songs that I shared with with you all. So um, that's my favorite from the most current Marinero music that I've released. There's some new songs that I've made that I'm more excited about that we'll talk some other time about, but. Um, that's my favorite song, I guess. The chord changes in it, I, I'm really happy with the guitar parts, the melodies, it's just, uh, yeah, I'm really satisfied with how that came together. And also the, the, the people that played on that record were really special to me, um, the musicians that I worked with, and we recorded it in Mexico, and it was just a really great experience. And uh, yeah, so that song, I guess, would be, if I had to choose one uh, out of a burning building, you know, and grab one of them, I think that would be the one I would grab. So this is our silly uh, section with some non-conventional questions. Sure. So, if you could pick any exotic animal as a pet, 
who would it be and why? If I could pick any exotic animal as a pet. Oh, that's tough because even non-exotic pets, like, I don't even pick. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I can barely keep a plant alive is what I'm trying to say. Um, but if I had, if I had to, um, I think a fish of some kind would be, like, way, the best because it would be... Uh, you know, in a, you know, I'd wave at it occasionally and I would like throw some food. I wouldn't have to like clean up its mess or anything like that. But if it was like a really exotic, like, uh, this kind of works with maybe the marinero theme. Maybe if I had like a dolphin, like room, like that was all glass, you know, and I walked in and I was just like, and then we kind of like spoke sonar together at one point. We like could connect on some psychic level. Um, that would be beautiful, you know, just like positive vibrations from dolphins is just giving me love and me meditating with them on some some different plane that humans can't even understand <laughs> okay. dolphins obviously yeah. <laughs> uh, so the million dollar question we he, we have here uh la mesita nice. so do you like pineapple on a tacos al pastor sí. b on your pizza c on sparkling water, or D, wow. pineapples are for losers. I wish I just said, like, I, like, I would want to say D, but, like, just because it would be funny, but the first three options are great, but I've never tried C, but A is the, is the answer. Um, but I can, I can, I can go with, I can go with A, either A or B, easily, no problem. Um, but, uh, yeah. Pineapples are not for losers, um, but uh, what do yeah winners eat pineapple? That's my answer on pizza or tacos or put it in sparkling water, which I'll try someday. Okay, last one. If somebody offers you a contract to make a record with only two instruments other than guitar, drums, or piano, what instruments would you choose and why? Okay, so I have a contract. I can't choose guitar, bass, or drums. That's the question. How do I do it? Mm -hmm. Oh, easy. So, so does drums equip mean no drum machine? No drums. No piano. No drums at all. No percussion. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. No percussion of any kind. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I'm sorry. I'm signing a contract. You know, I need to figure out. I. I mean. Um, so we, this is this is an important thing to know. But I, I would use voice, like maybe piano or organ of some kind, and maybe do like a beautiful. This is the first thing to come to mind. I'll do like a choral record, like no percussion, just like beautiful voices, you know, doing all kinds of you know polyrhythms and and uh, you know, <laughs> just a beautiful choral record with a voice, like almost very church-like with organs, and it'd be like maybe my like. My Enya or like a new age record. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay, voice and organ. That's what I would choose. Okay. Well, our time is running out, but not without asking you first. Any plans you have for the upcoming year of 2021? New album, projects, or collaboration? Uh, yeah, like uh, with Francisco Madero, we've been talking about doing a disco record or or a disco cha-cha-cha record, and that would entail me moving or spending some time in Mexico with him in, in Mexico City. 
Um, and with Marinero, I have some some really exciting news to announce like early next year um, in January of 2021. So stay tuned for that. Um, but I have some yeah new music to release with with hopefully both projects. Okay, so can you tell us where we can listen to you and support you? Also, your social media for the people who would like to follow you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on the all the streaming services. You know, Marinero. There may be a couple others, but I guess the most recent record is called Tropico de Cancer, and then you could find me that way. That album will will be a dead giveaway that it's me. And then High Tone is another record that I made.、Um, Apple Music, Spotify, you know, SoundCloud. Francisco E. Madero is my other project on the same on the same platforms. And then I have I just got this new legit like、uh, Instagram where I'm like I don't know it's got this blue little mark on it. That means I'm like legitimized or something. The little check mark. So find me on Marin Weto M A R I N underscore G U E R O.、Um, yeah, I usually check my Instagram constantly. I'm usually posting stuff on there that's probably most current or up to date. So follow me on Instagram. Check out my music on all the streaming platforms. I'm everywhere. Okay, so、uh, thank you very much for your time、uh, today at La Mesita. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me at La Mesita. Thank you, Charlie, Steph, all of you beautiful, wonderful interviewers,、um, to all the listeners. Thank you for having me, and I can't wait to give you all a hug in Chicago someday soon. Uh, we want to thank our listeners and see you all next time、uh, for more interviews and music jams. My name is Abisay and Aaron, and enjoy your week. <laughs>